Oh, how's your deodorant working? Do you like it? I do love it. It's so good. I switched. I, I forgot to put it on and I had another deodorant that I tried and I swear within like an hour I was funky. You smell like and an animal. I, li- I work in a small <laughs> office with four other people. I was like, I gotta, I gotta go freshen up. I, I gotta go, go in the bathroom, bathroom and like wash, wash my, my armpits. <laughs> it's Arizona. It's summertime. I'm sweating like a bitch. Welcome to the Art of Getting Your Shit Together podcast, where each week we help you identify the bullshit that's holding you back and discover the courage to take action to create a life you love and enjoy. Hello, everybody. We're back. Excited to be here with you again today for another awesome episode. We heard you loud and clear in the Facebook group. We're here and our community say that they need some tips and advice on self-care and putting themselves number one from time to time without the guilt. Mm -hmm. So we're here today with five buckets of self-care you can choose from, whatever you're feeling that day or week, and then five tips to make it happen. Let's get into it. Yes, we'll take it away. So like Jenna mentioned in our Facebook group, we asked everyone to share a little insight about how they wanted to get their shit together and self-care and having more quote unquote me time came up quite often. And so we're going to break that down a little bit. But first, I think we need to realize that Everyone has a different definition of what self-care is. And when I say self-care, most people are going to think, oh, we're going to get a massage and a pedicure and it's going to be this fabulous spa day. Really, most people don't have time for a a whole spa day every week. So let's bring back what self-care means, things that we can apply to our daily lives and recognize that these things are self-care and not discrediting them as just mindless activities. These really can be powerful things that you do to fill up your cup. And they don't have to cost money. They don't have to be an expensive spa day. It doesn't have to be a $50 pedicure. And sometimes those appointments that we make for ourselves end up becoming a chore and they don't feel like Mm self-care. So let's recognize that. I mean, even though I really love my lash appointment and I used to love getting my nails done, but sometimes you're like, oh, I have so much to do. It's kind of an inconvenience at Mm -hmm. times. So that isn't what we're going to consider self-care today. And But if that fills your cup, great, but that's not what we're talking about today. Yeah. Some things are going to work well for some people and some things are not. This is all really about reconnecting with yourself too. And like I said, filling up that cup so you can give more because we can't give if we're running on empty. Yeah, that's my favorite quote. You cannot pour from an empty cup. So for those, I want to address the guilt thing right off the bat because that's kind of the big fat pink elephant in the room Mm -hmm. is, well, I can't take time for me because I feel so guilty because... I have the kids or I have my husband or, you know, I haven't walked the dogs in a week or whatever you're, you're feeling guilty about to trade off self-care for that, to, to take care of someone else. You literally cannot pour from an empty cup. So what's going to happen is if you're not coming into that full in some capacity, you're just going to be a bitchy, shitty, whatever, fill in the blank, Mm -hmm. mom, employee, you know, wife, husband, whatever it is, it's going to come half-assed because you're not filling yourself up. Mm -hmm. So don't feel guilty about this, guys. It's so important to really make sure that 
it's not fair for people to get sloppy seconds of us because we're not taking care of ourselves. It is so important that we really do take the time to take really good care of ourselves, whatever that means for you. Lindsay, we're going to go through a whole list of things that you can take from and maybe something will resonate for you. And if it doesn't, just, you know, try these out. Maybe Mm -hmm. it works for you. Maybe it doesn't. But you're really doing everybody else a service when you take care of yourself. Yep. So just keep that in mind when the guilt piece creeps in that you're just going to be better of whatever you are already if you're taking care of you. Amen. You're going to feel so much better when you show up as your best self and you are so much more effective when you show up as your best self and you can get so much more done when you're showing up as your best self because you don't have other things cluttering your mind and weighing on you. You're focused. You give your all. And there's so much better intention there and creates a different level of purpose for your day. And I think this will help too with some of us out there who have a hard time saying no. If you say yes out of an obligation because you're worried about disappointing somebody or you're worried about what someone's going to think or whatever the reason you can't say no and you're sacrificing yourself in order to say yes, you're just like, like, Lindsay, I don't want you to come hang out with me on a Friday night or a whatever night if you're exhausted, because you're not going to be the best version of you, and you're going to feel shitty, and then that doesn't make me feel good, and so I might just bring you down. So always, like, flip it around and think, you know, if if I were showing up as me and how I feel right now, would I want to hang out with me, or would I want that part of me. Mm -hmm. And if you need to take the time for you, whether it's five minutes or whether it's, you know, a couple hours or whatever that means for you, whatever you can Mm -hmm. fit in for you, do it. It's going to be worth it for everybody. It goes back to one of the values that we talked about in our previous podcast about the work life harmony Harmony. and finding that harmony within your life. Even if you're a stay at home mom or you're working a 60 hour 80 hour work week and but you you know you still have other commitments you have i'm sure you have someone at home waiting for you you have pets you have children a lot of hats ladies we all do and it's finding that harmony of and and making sure that we get what we need to tend to everything that that we have to and that we want to tend to because we we really ultimately get to choose absolutely absolutely awesome so what do we got all right one our first bucket is health Health can be taken all different aspects, but really fueling your body. And making sure it's nutrition, right? I mean, get your basic nutrition, whether that means like a greens powder in your smoothie or taking your vitamins. I mean, maybe it's a win for you today if you took your vitamins. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes it is for me. <laughs> Take your probiotics. <laughs> Staying hydrated. Yes. I think it's really easy to forget that. I see a lot more people and it excites me that have, you know, their big hydro flasks and and gallon of water and they're and they're making sure that they're staying hydrated but a good rule of thumb here is um, taking your body weight dividing it by two and then having that many ounces of water that day making sure it's water i know a lot of us love coffee and we drink tea and yeah coffee doesn't count as water guys it doesn't i know you make i know it's bean water but it doesn't (laughs) count as water Stay hydrated. And it will help curb your appetite. It'll help your concentration. It's just all around good to be hydrated. Another one is getting enough rest. This is a big one for me. I have a one-year-old and I still try to make sure that I get enough sleep because it matters. Mm -hmm. Getting adequate sleep, most is, you know, the standard six to eight hours of sleep a night. But another trick that helps is 
just ensuring that you go to bed and wake up at the same time. So even on the weekends, you know, not sleeping until nine and staying up all night, having that regular schedule as humans, we love routine and we love schedules. We thrive that way. And so when you can set that timer and have that, that rhythm of every day, this that's is what, what I'm I looking do. for that, that it's rhythm. A, it's a circadian rhythm. Really. Yes. Yep. It's science you're going to feel so much better. And granted, this gets disrupted with kids, with new pets. Jenna's got a puppy that's waking her up every two hours right now. But when you can, do yourself a favor and make sure you go to sleep. Shut that phone off. Put the phone down. Put the iPad down. Turn the TV off and get some rest. Absolutely. The next one is your standard medical care. Go to the doctor. Get a checkup. Don't forget to go get your checkup, ladies. Get it's your so important. teeth clean, get your annual women's wellness checkup. It is so important. You can do everything you think that you need to to stay healthy, but how are you going to know without the proper indicators of what it is? You know, Absolutely. And for those that say, I don't have time to do that or I just keep forgetting, well, you are not good to anybody if you're dead. or if you're if you have disease or if you're unhealthy or if there's something serious underlying a health condition or something you're you're no good to anybody else Mm -hmm. so if your excuse for self-care is because everybody else comes first well we're i'm gonna blow that one right out of the water right now you gotta go get your get your screens get your screenings we had an excellent example of that recently just last month kyle my husband was kind of feeling off and he's a a thin man mm-hmm. he's a if you just look at him he looks you would healthy, think he's fit. totally healthy yeah yep. and so he was having some trouble sleeping he you know it, he just seemed off and he realized that his vitamin d was low and he started taking vitamin d supplements but then he went and got some other testing and his cholesterol and blood sugar was so high <laughs> that he had the cholesterol and blood pressure of like a 300 pound man okay my <laughs> husband is like 150 pounds and if he were to put Kyle at the a risk percentage risk yeah. for heart attack, it was top 10. Oh my gosh. Top 10. So granted, this scared the shit out of him being a, being a dad. So you can think and, you're healthy, but unless you know, unless you're going to the doctor and getting your checkups, you're just, you And Jesus know. Christ, if you, <laughs> if you think that something's wrong or you feel off, please go to the doctor and go get checked out. Absolutely. Do not wait till the last minute. It's so, 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 so important. You know your body better than anyone else. You've lived with it your whole life. It is your body and you should treat it as your only body and you should treat it well. It's the only place you have to live. (laughs) I should love my body more sometimes. (laughs) We all should. All right. Second bucket is intentional movement. So this means get up and get moving. Create a time where you're either going for a walk, you go out dancing, you work out, um, you're going for a bike ride, anything like that. This is not, well, I did 5,000 steps at work today. No, you're just walking around like a, like anyone should be. You weren't stagnant all day, which is yeah. good. I'm it not going to discredit that. So, you're, yes, you know. Absolutely. But like even play, play is considered mm-hmm. intentional movement. Playing with your kids, that's intentional mm-hmm. movement. You walking know, the dog, throwing the ball, whatever you got to do is getting yourself moving so your heart rate gets up. Walking around is good. It's better than sitting, but actually getting your heart rate up and actually playing or doing something beneficial where you're moving mm-hmm. your body, it's going to help your spirit. It's going to help everything. So you're just going to feel better if you're moving around. And anyone who works out knows if you get your heart rate going and get that sweat on, it's going to create so much of the endorphins, the endorphins 
that make you feel good. It's like that runner's high, yeah. right? Of oh, course, and you sleep better when you move around. Oh, yeah. And it gives you energy. Yeah. So if you're like, oh, I'm so tired. Get your ass moving. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so tired. You know, I'm too tired to go work out. Well, guess what? If you go work out, you're going to have more energy to yeah. do a lot more and work out more. Amen. One trick that I'd like to share is rather than just going to the gym or going for a walk, if you have like a group fitness or like a, if you go to a big box gym and they offer group fitness classes, go to one of those classes because, and I'll, this is from my own experience. I'm like, I'm going to go on like a brisk walk. And then I get, you know, 10 minutes in. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm just going to turn around now and go back home. I'm, t- I'm, I'm hot. Sick of this. Yeah. <laughs> or you go to the gym and you're like, oh, that's good enough for today. Well, I don't want to be the girl that goes into a group fitness, like Tabata class or a HIIT training and then leave in the middle of it. I'm going to finish it and I don't want to do a bad job. I want to, I'm going to finish that class and you're going to feel great after you finish that class. You may love it and you could stick to it. So, and there's fun group fitness too. So if you are more of a play person than I have to go work out person, there's Mm -hmm. Zumba, there's, um, what's that one that's a bar? Mm-hmm. Those are all fun, I think, ways to move your body. Yeah. So, or a spin class, you know, yeah. those are can be pretty intense, but of course you can always do it at your own level, but you're going to finish that training session and you're going to feel really great about it. So again, it's intentional movement. And thinking about being outside, on a side note, one way that you can feel better about yourself and a good self-care is getting grounded. Mm-hmm. When you are outside, you know, if you have grass in your backyard or you have like an outdoor space where you feel comfortable getting, you know, your shoes off and actually putting your feet to the earth and then your hands in soil, if you have any plants you use, or if you like to garden, if you garden, repotting some plants, or if you have some indoor plants you can bring home. I think that's why I'm such a plant lady. I think so too. Love playing Me too. in the dirt. I did that last weekend. And this is scientific, you guys. There's something about negative and positive ions that we carry in our bodies and in our environment. We're around a lot of dirty electricity. And so when we we actually reset and rebalance our electrical charge and our energy when we're playing in the dirt and when we're outside and we're grounding and our feet are in the soil. So it's science. Trust me. (laughs) (laughs) So in summary, feet on the earth, hands in the dirt. Yep. It's a good thing. The next bucket, the third bucket is be still. And I know meditation is kind of on the hype and you hear a lot about meditation. I get it. Meditation's not for everything, but literally just taking a few moments just to breathe and be still like a deep breath in a couple deep breaths. Yes. Actually taking deep breaths every once in a while is good just for your overall well-being, whether you meditate or not, Mm -hmm. even if you're working and you're like, okay, I've been breathing very shallow. It helps energize you. There's all kinds of good stuff that comes with that. So exactly. And being still could be, you know, listening to a guided meditation or just, you know, having someone walk you through a process in that way where you may not be comfortable being still, but you can get that assistance through guided meditation, listening to a podcast, reading, taking a bath, sitting by the fire, like at a fireplace or even outside. I know there's something really, I'm going to say magical about sitting by a fire pit. I love that. Like when I just buy the fire. So good. And even just being alone, doing these things alone, it's, you just have that moment to find that clarity within you. One of my favorite things for being still is since we're in Arizona and the fire isn't really the best thing in the summer, um, I have a pool that has the fountains. And so the water flowing is kind of really soothing and it just kind of I like to take my iPad out there and and journal on my iPad or even do some creative 
coloring because I have mm-hmm. a pen on my, you know, I can do all kinds of stuff where I, I decompress, but that's like another thing that getting out and yeah. being still. This is self-care that is is readily available. You just have to make it a priority yeah. and try it. Try on different things and see if they work for you. You may not be into the guided meditation. Well, and you can just be still with a cup of coffee in the morning and just enjoy, just enjoy, like get up 10 minutes early before everybody else, take your coffee or your tea or whatever is your jam in the morning and just be, let it all go and just enjoy the moment. Love it. Just to tail on that at the end of this one is journaling journaling is has always been very popular and if you've ever listened to any kind of self-help or personal development book any of the personal development greats do this they journal it's putting pen to paper and getting you know what's in your mind and getting it out on on some kind of medium and it really helps you work through your thoughts especially if you're going through some hard times or some challenges and you kind of feel stuck journaling is really a great tool and it can be tedious I journal off and on I'll go through phases where I'll journal and then I won't journal for maybe a year but I'm telling you especially during my transitional times in my life with my career and transitioning my health journaling really helped find that clarity and sort out my thoughts on what my priorities were for that or maybe I was focused on the wrong priority and it was you know I thought it was for one reason it really wasn't Mm -hmm. really quick just to kind of piggyback I am a creative and I have to be creative for a living and so if any of you are in that space or you're feeling like you're blocked or you're just like hit a mental wall where you can't think anymore Um, the morning pages is a good exercise. It's part of journaling. You can either write pen to paper or there's a website called 750words.com and you can do it that way if you're lazy like me and I journal online and it's 750 words, stream of consciousness. It doesn't matter. And first thing in the morning too. So if you're having your, I do it with my cup of coffee where I Mm -hmm. get up, have my coffee and I just, it could be I don't want to do this right now. This sucks. I'm pissed off because I had to wake up early or whatever it is. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. You just, whatever is in your head, you download it onto the page. Brain dump. Brain dump. Exactly. And that frees up your brain and your energy and your mental energy to think about other things, be more productive and be more creative. Mm -hmm. So journaling isn't just a woo-woo you know, oh, dear diary, it's really a productive way. It's almost like another form of meditation that's productive for mm-hmm. those of us who are a little too ADD to actually sit there and meditate. Yeah. So there's there's a couple of tips for you for journaling too. Those are great tips. Thank you for chiming in. I agree yeah. 100% because yeah. I, I think of more journaling as a brain dump, not so much like the dear, dear diary. diary, this is what I went through today. Oh. <laughs> It's not a love story. It doesn't have story. to be dramatic, you guys. No. Just get it on the page. It, could, it <laughs> And it should be raw and real, and it can be aggressive. It can be sweet and whatever you want it to be. That's the beautiful thing about journaling. Yeah. Um, if you're not into journaling, they have those adult coloring books. You can draw. You can paint. If you're creative that way and that's something, go get your supplies you need. Take the time to do that. Those They've coloring actually, books took off for a reason because yeah, it works. They've proven that those are like therapeutic people can just kind of shut their brain off and go into like right brain mode and it's almost meditative as well Mm -hmm. so so the fourth bucket is on its own it's spend time somewhere you love wherever that place is you need to go to that place whether it's somewhere up in the mountains it's 
by the beach, it's by your pool, it's a friend's house, it's somewhere that brings you comfort. And when you leave that place, you feel energized. That's the place you need to go. Mine, for example, is going up in the mountains. It's whether if, even if I'm camping or I just go up to my parents' house, they live up in the woods. That's when I feel most energized. I need to leave the hustle and bustle of the town that we live in and I need to get away. And it reconnects me with myself. It reconnects me with my family. It reconnects me with my values. And when I come home, I'm really energized throughout that week. And I know we don't all have the luxury of getting, you know, out of town as much as we would like, but if you can make that a priority and understand the value that that has to you and how profound that is and that that momentum that you get from getting to that place, you should do it. And just like what Jenna was saying with her cup of coffee by her pool and listening to the fountains, if that's a place that she needs to be every day, then she should make time for that space mm-hmm. every day and, and get to that place. Be, it can be a room in your home. Maybe you have a really awesome space that you created just for you. Like mm-hmm. for me, I have my office and sometimes I don't want to be in there, but other times like on a weekend, if I feel like I just need to be in a space that's just for me, I'll go in there. If I you know, don't have the resources or whatever to get away. So it doesn't have to be expensive either. It could just be a space where you feel like you can be you. Let's all just take the time to think about where that space is and start brainstorming how to create a space. Yeah. It's important for you to have a, a safe space and a place for yourself in your home. Mm-hmm. It could be just a small reading corner. It could be a place where you meditate. My place in my house is where Jen and I are sitting right now. It's my office. It is my office. Yep. <laughs> I say it's mine yep. um, because I have everything that gets me excited and makes me feel like a contributing human <laughs> in this room. Yep. And I love it. And I have a, a couch in here and I made it very comfortable for me just to relax. But I also get creative and start thinking about you know where I'm going and my goals. And it's where I reflect on my day and my week. My husband's space is go go figure a garage yeah but the shop that's where he regenerates and he lets go and it's just kind of mindless and he can he goes out there for an hour or two and comes back and feels amazing where he can work on his his hobbies and and do his thing and he gets that time so yeah my husband's the same way and i'm i'm the same as you i have my little space too Mm -hmm. so create a good environment for yourself to just be you the last one is more of an action it's recognize where you need your harmony so again just like determining that space that you need in your home take some time take some thoughtful time to reconnect with yourself and remember the times that you felt energized and the times and the things that you were doing that made you feel really good about yourself whether that was you know going on your favorite hike or grabbing coffee somewhere and sitting quietly with a book just by yourself you know, what does that look like to you? So some examples might be listening to music or, you know, you just get up and, and dance and have one of those Grey's Anatomy. I don't know who has watched Grey's Anatomy, but they yeah. get up and just have that moment where they all dance around. They dance it out. Dance it out. <laughs> Got to dance it out. Um, loving on your pet, spending some time with your fur babies and, and having that connection with another living thing. I know Jenna can attest to this. Unconditional love. I'll do that sometimes when I'm working and I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'll just go love on my dogs for like five, ten minutes, and I just feel amazing afterwards. So it's 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 there's something to it. I tell you, 
all the oxytocin just comes rushing in. (laughs) If you can't feel love from a dog, now if you're allergic to dogs, I get it. But if you don't feel that love, then I don't know, you might be a psychopath. Another one, when I sit and think about what, what helps me is decluttering and organizing. Oh yeah, girlfriend. That's so me too. I'm, I'm an OCDC. That's what I call it. <laughs> like ACDC. <laughs> OCDC. There's nothing better than a good like purge from like your closet or your drawers or shredding documents or, you know, I mean, some people might think we're complete. I, I know there's people out there who think we're completely nuts on that, but there's something about that getting out of your right brain and doing something analytical and just organizing your space that feels mm-hmm. so good. And if there's something that you walk by all the time in your home, you're like, oh, I got to do that. I got to hang that up or I got to clean that. Go or do it. Like, just do it. Oh my gosh, it feels so good. That kind of, that is self-care to me because it's not cluttering my brain. I cannot function if my brain is cluttered that way, especially if it's clutter in my home. I know it drives Kyle insane, especially if I reorganize something. He's like, this was over here last week and then you moved it. Oh yeah. Where is it? You know, I don't go that crazy all the time, but just making sure that my space and my environment is tidy and organized, I don't have to worry about that. And Mm -hmm. that's just my, the way my brain works. I know Kyle doesn't mind some of the chaos and the clutter. Yeah. That's him. It works for him. It totally counts as self-care to declutter or just take two minutes to pick up your surroundings. It's perfectly fine. So before we get into the five tips on how to make this happen, I just want to recap real quick. So again, self-care can be whatever you make it and whatever gets you reconnected with yourself. So fueling your body, hydrating, getting enough rest, medical appointments, get moving, fun and recreation, being still, breathing, journaling, spending time somewhere you love, listening to music, loving on your pet, organizing, you know, all those things. It could be anything. And it could be getting your pedicure, getting your lashes done, yeah, that, getting that massage. That can count. Those, all those things matter. If it matters to you, it matters. It's really all about making time for you to fill your cup. Whatever fills you back up because we're expending energy on the daily all the time. I know I am a do-it-aller. I want to do it all. I feel so accomplished when I'm doing everything. I get energized that way, but it also depletes me sometimes. Or, you know, if you're an introvert and you know that spending a lot of time around a lot of people is going to drain you, then you need to take, and that's all about getting to know yourself in the, the fifth section that Lindsay said about taking the time to understand yourself and reconnect with yourself and figuring out what your needs are after years of thinking, for example, there was something wrong with me. Cause I was like, Oh, you know, I should be excited to go out and do a bunch of stuff with people. Oh, I'm an introvert. And so I know that that I have to save up my energy for that. So I'm self care throughout the day before I have to go do something that's going to drain my energy in a different way. So knowing yourself and then choosing the thing that feels the best to you is really where you're, where the magic happens. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Five Thank tips you. to make this happen. First is plan ahead and find support. You got to think about how this looks in your week. Do you have time for it? Because you're probably going to say, I don't have time for that. I don't yeah. have time. Well, girlfriend, you have the you same amount of time as Beyonce, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you got to make time. And with that, if you find support, like finding someone to help watch the kids or 
finding support or delegating something to somebody else so you can have that time. Because you don't have to do it all. No. I know we love to, and we feel good about it, but at the same time, we bitch and complain that we don't have enough time. Girlfriend, let's get some support. Let's delegate some tasks. Let's make more time for yourself. Okay? Got it. Communicate it to your tribe, your family, your spouse, your kids, your friends, even your workplace if you need to communicate it. Let them know what your intention is. Hey, I got some stuff going on. I want to I'm going to be doing this. You know, let them know that you're going to be going out for a morning walk with the dog every morning and that's going to be part of your new routine. Let them know what's going on and they'll support you on, I'm sure. And they're going to see you put time into yourself. One, you're going to be able to give more back to all the people you love and you're setting a really good example for others. Absolutely. That's so, so key is letting people know. People are not mind readers. No. Don't expect anyone to see that you're struggling and that you need a break. You need to say, hey, guess what? So-and-so, whether, or or just say, you know, like for Lindsay, hey, can you help me out on this thing? You one time were like struggling and I stopped at the grocery store for you because you needed Mm -hmm. something. That type of thing. Husband, can you, or wife, or whatever situation your relationship is in, can they help pick up some of the slack best friends who can watch your kids whatever yep and I'll give I'll share my experience so I really need my alone time that's how I get re-energized is not with a bunch of people but being by myself and Kyle and I work it out where on the weekends if we can some weekends we can't but we plan our weekends and say, okay, this is what I have going on. I got to do this. Like right now, Jen and I are recording. It's a Sunday. He has Avery. We have communicated our intention, our plans where we can break up the weekend, usually by days where Sundays are my days to have my day to get everything I want to get done that that fuels me, that fills me up. And then Saturdays are his days. That's usually day he's racing or goes to the track and and does his thing. We still spend time together. We usually yeah, have dinner say, together. You'll do like a date night on a Friday night or a Thursday yeah. night or something. We, we have breakfast together. You know, there's still time where we spend together. We're not just isolated, but we communicate where, okay, Kyle's doing his thing. He gets all his things done and... You know, I'm excited. I'm happy to do it because it makes him happy. He's a, a better husband and father for it. And then I, I get energized just knowing that I'm going to have my day too. And then we feel like we get so much more done than just kind of going back and forth and just hoping the weekend and goes the way we wanted it to and hoping we get everything done. We really plan it. Yeah, and I think that's so good. And I can tell from an outsider seeing that and how happy that makes the two of you and then It just makes your family situation so much better that you're communicating and you're actually giving each other what each other needs. Yeah. It's amazing. Thank you for saying that. I appreciate you saying that about about us. Communication is really important to us and we've always made that a big priority in our life. Yeah, and it works out. And and it's cool too because if Kyle needs a, a dude night or you need a girl time or you time, you got it. Amen. A little off track there, but number three is get the accountability you need whether it's a friend or a spouse. But again, sometimes this is bigger than that and you need to get outside of your comfort zone and outside of your circle. So getting a coach or a counselor or someone that's going to help hold you accountable on a different level. Yeah. Like maybe what you really need for self-care goes beyond the list that we provided and you actually need more self-care than what you could do for yourself. So getting the accountability and the support from a counselor Mm -hmm. or a life coach, like you said, or a therapist or a therapist. 
The most successful people in life have therapists. Oh, yeah, I do. Every week. There's no shame in that. So get the accountability. Understand that you're probably going to have to let go of social commitments and social media. Yeah, you can. Sorry to say it. (laughs) If you want to make more time for yourself, you're going to have to block out time and be mindful of how you spend the time that you could have. Like when you're trolling on your phone, Mm -hmm. that's 15 to 20 minutes, I bet, that you're trolling on Instagram and Facebook when you could do something for yourself and you say, I don't have time. Yeah. Be mindful on how you're spending your downtime when you have those moments where the kids are doing their own thing or you you are alone in the home. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Because you could be wasting a lot of time thinking you don't have time, but you're just wasting time. And that sucks because you can't get that time back Mm -hmm. and you could have done something awesome for yourself, even if it was just making a cup of coffee or whatever you could do. What one of the little things from the list. And if you hadn't hadn't spent just spent 25 minutes on Facebook arguing about politics with people you're never going to (laughs) meet, you (laughs) might have time to do something for yourself. It's just an example. Maybe you don't do that. I hope you don't do that. (laughs) But I don't. I see it and I have to shut it down. Yeah. And I know people listening are going to be like, well, I'm cleaning. I'm trying to catch up on this and do that. Get you some Bluetooth headphones and put on your music, put on an audiobook, put on a podcast and listen to something that's going to motivate you, inspire you while you're getting stuff done around the house. Yeah, that's a great way to kill two birds with one stone. I do that all the time. And it actually helps me to be more motivated about things that I don't want to do. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, sweet. I don't want to cook, but I can listen to my audiobook. Yep. Bonus. Done. As, as women, we always say we are good multitaskers. That's a great one. The last one is giving yourself permission. Give yourself permission to say yes to yourself. Yes. Have your own back, fill up your cup and not feel that guilt that you may feel for putting certain tasks aside or postponing them to do things for you that make you feel good. Those things are going to be there. It's not that you're never going to do them. They're still going to be there. Just set aside some time. Reschedule for a time that actually fits into your schedule where you're going to be more present because you've taken care of you first. Mm -hmm. I think that is just key. Just give yourself, write the permission slip. I've actually, Brene Brown says. Oh, I love her permission slip. Yes, she does a permission slip where she's like, I I had to give myself, I can't remember what it was exactly, but she had to give herself permission. She She was on Oprah. She gave herself permission to be present and to be present in that moment because when she's nervous, she says she always looks at herself from the outside as analyzing what everyone else is thinking of her and what she should be saying, what shouldn't say, and she gets in her own head. Yeah. So she gave herself permission to be present in front of Oprah in an interview. And she wrote her, literally wrote herself a permission slip. Yep. Do it if that's what you need. Don't feel guilty, ladies, for, or, or gentlemen you know, the men who are listening, um, don't feel guilty. It's, you should feel equally guilty about showing up as a crappy person because you didn't take care of yourself as you would if you, you feel guilty taking time away from kids or work or whatever. So if you're going to look at it through that lens, you got to look at it on both sides. You showing up as your best self and taking care of you is always, always a win. People who care about you are going to want this for you. They're going to want to see you take better care of yourself and to be a happier person, to show up in the best way you can, to be more effective in your life. And the ones who are watching you 
whether it's your kids, coworkers, people who do look up to you, you're just setting a really excellent example. Yeah, you're going to be so inspiring to them. And they're going to be like, wow, she's really got her shit together. (laughs) (laughs) So a recap on five ways to get this to happen is plan ahead and find support, communicate it with your tribe, get the accountability you need, understand you may need to let go of commitments and social media, and giving yourself permission. Awesome. Hopefully you all feel like this is something that you could pick from the buckets that we gave you. And with the steps at the end, you could actually implement in your life. And we would love to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on Anchor. (laughs) Um, But if you are in our Facebook group, let us know what you thought of this and strike up a convo and maybe, you know, let us know what would work for you or what you've tried. And let's start the conversation because the best stuff happens over there. The conversations after the podcast. So. That's where the connection happens. Yeah. So join our group if you haven't already. I don't know if we said that at the beginning of this episode, but join our group on Facebook if you're a social media person. If not, reach out to us on Anchor. We have a little voicemail on the Anchor app. You can Mm -hmm. leave us a little voicemail and talk to us. And we've gotten a few of those already, and we love hearing from you guys. So that's so much fun when we get a little notification that we have a voicemail. So, and as always... Come back to us next week. We're going to try to get these out every week. And subscribe. Give us a five star. Leave us a review on iTunes. Thank you again. Keep striving. Keep being the best self. We'll be back next time with more tips, ideas on how to get your shit together. Bye.